Bez Hashem Welcome to episode 2 Chinuch in War Effective Chinuch in Wartime Sibling Rivalry with a Question Mark Why did I put Sibling Rivalry with a Question Mark? How is it possible to have Sibling Rivalry at this time? The world is at war Klai Yisrael is at war Klai Yisrael is in danger The whole world is in danger and you fighting your kids. How could you do that at this time? I can't believe it. Is this possible? Now, that is one way to deal with the sibling rivalry in this time. Whether you live in Eretz Yisrael, whether you live in Chutz Laaretz, it makes no difference. You can give it to your kids over the head and you can scream at them and make them feel miserable and terrible, and horrible, and they deserve it, and how could they, and what's the matter with, what's the matter with them, and where's their seichel? Do you know what's going on now? We're not going to take that approach. Bez Hashem, we're going to take a positive approach. But we do think that it's a phenomenal opportunity now to help get rid of sibling rivalry in our homes. Opportunity is knocking. This is awesome opportunity, my friends. How? Why? What? Because there's a spirit of unity right now in the Yiddish world. We're all trying to help each other. We're all trying to come together. We're all trying to feel in each other's pain. As we said in the last podcast, kids are sleeping on the floor, teens other kids are not buying sweets, they're not eating sweets, ice cream, other things, who knows what everyone else is doing to heal him, and everyone in their hearts is feeling for and feeling with, and we're all in the boat together, because we're all in danger. It's not just the people in Eretz Yisrael, it's the Yiddish Jewish people across the world, we understand something's doing, and because we understand, our hearts are coming together. The little Things that keep us separate are becoming petty. This is awesome opportunity. We're all becoming more interested in being kindly and in being close with each other and uniting with each other and feeling for each other. So opportunity is knocking here. If we take this opportunity and we approach it in a positive way, it could bring about lasting changes in our homes with regards to fighting in our homes between our children, what we call sibling rivalry. So let me take with you a positive path and let's travel down this path, and let's see what we could do in a positive way. Now you can take the negative way. You can take the guilt-inducing way. You can take the critical way. You can take the expectation way. I don't think you'll get such good results. I really don't. And besides, is that what you want to do at this time? We're so full of, the world is full of midas hadin, the attribute of judgment. Is this what you want to bring onto your family and onto your children? What's required now from all of us as well? And even in the way we interact with our children is a kindlier way. Not guilt trips, not criticism, and not ways that make our kids feel miserable. 
So what is, and the positive way will get you so much further. It's foolish, forgive me for saying so, it's foolish not to travel down that way. The results will be better. It's more of what Hashem wants from us. It can leave lasting results and everyone can feel good in the process. It's a win all around and that's what Hashem wants from us. So what is the idea? What should I do? And the first thing is you have to do something. It's something that's going to take time. A little bit of time. It it will require an investment of time. I know your time is utilized and you don't have time. But now we all have to take the time because this is the calling of the day. This Hashem is waking us up for Achtos. He's waking us up to get rid of Sunas Chinam, to get rid of baseless hatred, and He's waking us up to start strengthening our Ahavas Yisrael, our love for other Yidin. That's why we're in the exile altogether. And that's what will get us out of the exile. That's what the Chavetz Chaim says in the name of our sages. So this is what we have to focus on. And even if we don't have time, we have to make the time. Hashem is waking us up and He's talking to us. Aren't we going to listen? So we have to take out time. It doesn't take that much time. Honestly, but let me throw you out some ideas. It takes an initial time, a little bit. Hear me out and then decide yourself. That's one point. Now another point is that these ideas are not etched in stone. You can take these ideas and you can develop them. You can use your ideas. You can use these ideas as springboard. You can do whatever you want. These ideas may inspire you altogether to do something, but please do something. Don't do nothing. And do something in a positive way to stop the sibling rivalry in your home. One other quick point is, as Hashem, we're looking for sponsors for this podcast. And also, if you have questions, you want to ask questions, you want them addressed in this podcast, please email to Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast. that's easy to remember, at gmail.com. Here we go. Family meeting. That's the first thing I would do. Have a family meeting, sit everybody down, and we're going to have a meeting now in view of the current situation. Everybody understands that. Everybody knows it's important. And the first thing we should do is say to Tehillim for the situation. Even if you're already saying Tehillim. Say an extra Tehillim, one or two, for the situation. Say it together with your family. You could say it verse by verse. You could say it all together at the same time as you wish. And then say, Acheinu Kobesi Sir, like everybody is saying all over the world. And then, tell your children the following. Tell your children, first of all, children, do you know that you are the, you are fighting this battle? Not just the soldiers on the front. They're fighting the battle down here. But there's a battle up there. And in the Shamayim. And you are fighting that battle. It says in the Medrash, Rav Meyotzi Bergman Shlita, the Rosh Hashiva from Eretz Yisrael, Sanlo Rav Shach, in this week's newsletter, brings down in Tehillim, David HaMelech says twice, he says in chapter 14, Pasik Zion, the seventh verse, Mi Yitain Mitzion, Yeshua is Yisrael, who, who would give from seeing the salvation of Kal Yisrael. 
Beshuv Hashem Shavus Amoy Yogel Yaakov Yismach Yisrael. You can look up the pasuk yourself. He says this pasuk again, and this is in Tehillim fourteen, Zion, the seventh pasuk. He says it again in Tehillim fifty three, in the seventh pasuk also. What does he say over there? With a slight variation, very slight. Mi yitain mitzian Yeshua is Yisrael. Beshuv Elokim Shvus Ama Yogel Yaakov Yismach Yisrael. Instead of the word Beshuv Hashem, like he said in Tehillim Yudalid, here he says Beshuv Elokim. But it's twice that David Amelach says about Yeshua is Yisrael in this language. Mi yitain mitzian Yeshua is Yisrael. Why? So the Medrash says a fascinating thing, says Rav Bergman. The Medrash says in Tehillim Pei Gimel, Tehillim, excuse me, Pei Hey, Tehillim 85, there's a Pasik, Shuvenu Eleke Yeshenu Vahofer Kascha Imanu. Return to us the Elohim of our salvation and please stop your anger with us. If you give me for my English, if it's not as good as ours go. But in any case, Shuvenu Leke, who says this Pasik? It says in the Medrash that children say in the Chedah, children in their school say this Pasik twice a day. And because of that, David HaMelech said twice a day, twice in Telim, Mi Tein Mitzia Yeshua Yisrael. Meaning that these two times that the children say Shuvenu Leke Yeshenu, and they pray that Hashem not be angry at us, that brings salvation to all of Kaisa. And they say it twice. So David HaMelech spoke about our salvation twice. Tell your children this medrash and tell them that their tefillahs are going to save all of Kaisa. Not only their tefillahs. We don't know how much our family can help the entire world. What do you mean? It says in the Gemara Yuma, on page Pevav Omed Beis, Pevav, the second side, it says that, Ayachid she'oise tshuva, Meichalim lekal ha'olam kuloi bizchusai. If one person does tshuva, then the entire world is forgiven because of him. I'm not going to go into the commentaries on this. The simple explanation, one person can have an influence with his tshuva on the entire world. This is what your children have to hear. First, tell them what a fantastic and unbelievable role they play with their tefillahs. Then tell them that they don't know how much our family, in the same vein, we're not saying dafka now about children, but in the same vein, you don't know how much our families, tshuva, can make a difference for the entire world. Tshuva on what? On Ahavas Yisrael. We don't know how much our family, if our family works on Ahavas Yisrael, on love for each other, and helping each other, being kindly to each other, and stopping to fight with each other? You have no idea what this can do for the entire world, even though we're only one family. And address it as a family, because the entire spirit of your discussion is to initiate a spirit of unity in your home. 
And that's the point, realize that Asay Toiv Vesur Meira, the Chidush Harim says, through Asay Toiv, through doing good, you come to stay away from doing bad. Through initiating, strengthening, and inspiring the unity in your home, that's what's going to get your kids to stop fighting, and by doing it in a positive way. So to review, what did we say just now so far? We're having a family meeting. We're saying to Hillen. Then we're telling the children, even if they're older children, younger children, makes no difference. Their Tehillim is fighting the battle up there and giving strength to the soldiers down here. And then you say, and our family has a power as well as a family. One family that can do tshuva can save the entire world. If one person doing tshuva can save the entire world, one family certainly can. What do we want to do tshuva on? On the one reason we're here all together. And that's on sinas chinam. So we want to do tshuva, say the positive. We want to do tshuva on ahavas chinam. We want to bring into our home unity and loving each other and being close with each other and helping each other and being kindly with each other. And that's what's going to help the entire world. Now what do you do? Very nice. Very inspiring. Okay. Nice speech. What practically do we do? So now, ask your children for practical ideas. What can we do in our home in order to initiate more ahavas china? We work with each other, we love each other, we be kindly to each other. What can we do in our home? Let's hear your ideas. Now, what's the point of this? Because we do have, I do have an idea specifically that I'd like to mention. I'll wait a little bit later. What's the whole point of this? The whole point is when someone's an active participant, they're more interested and invested in making it happen. Let the children say their ideas. Let them feel they're a part of this meeting. This is not so you the parents should lecture, and everyone has to listen to you. This is something, and that's how kids work today, and that's how people work today. They have to be active, and you have a webinar. I've given many webinars, and in the webinars, people want to have a chat. Right away, they want to feel, and they're part of it, and they're asking questions, and that's the way you listen today. So let the kids say their ideas. Go around one by one, and have each one say his or her idea, if he has. Please hear them out, even if their ideas sound silly to you. Make sure you give everyone a chance and give everyone respect. That's the entire idea over here, that we have respect for each and every one. How do you fulfill it practically? I love you, I love you, I love you. Can you love everybody? It's not possible, is it? So the Chafetz Chaim says it means that you worry about his money like you worry about your money. And it means you worry about his respect, his honor and his dignity like you worry about yours. So respect is what it's all about, mutual respect. So go around, and as you're going around, hear them out. Even if it sounds silly, try to help them, try to fix it up. But praise every idea, even if it's silly. Because the one who's saying it is not silly. And the one who's saying it is not for a silly reason. He wants to say it for a reason. 
Then praise everyone for participating. I want to tell you something. I have an idea before I tell you going further. And that is two things. And I think it's important to tell your children this. And why don't we start with this? At the same time, we, we want to bring Achtos to our family. Let's bring Achtos. Let's daven for all of Kla Yisrael that we should have Avas Yisrael. You could say a tefillah right now. I must tell you a story. Rav Steinman would give ten agurot a few times during the, in the morning to a few different stucco boxes. And they was asked why he gave to these different stucco boxes. He said different reasons. I'm going to leave that out for now. One of the reasons, one of the stucco boxes he gave to, ten agurot. I don't know if that coin is in circulation anymore in Israel. I think it is, but it's, I don't even know if it's worth a Shabbat Pruta. Maybe you need two of them today. The shekel has gone down. Ten agorot is a tenth of a shekel. Ten agorot. Coins, he was giving a ten agorot. Probably in his time still, the shekel was higher. So it was worth a Pruta. In any case, who was he giving it for? In memory and as a merit to the six million Jews that were killed in the Holocaust. So he said to the one who asked him, his grandson, he says, you may think that it's only ten agurot. So what does ten agurot do for six million neshames? He says, you're making a mistake. It's not ten agurot. It's a mitzvah. A mitzvah is infinite. Through this ten agurot, I'm performing the mitzvah of staka, And that mitzvah of staka is going as a merit for six million people. But I want you to hear something else, which is mind-boggling. The Pnei Menachem, the Ger Rebbe brings a halacha, that if you, if a person scratches himself because of someone that died, it's a love in the Torah. A Torah prohibition, you're not allowed to do that. The Seret nefesh Don't scratch yourself because someone that died. We have emuna. We have emuna in Hashem's mercy. Even if someone died, heaven forbid. What if this person scratches himself one time for ten people that died? He gets ten transgressions. He only scratched himself once. Yes. But that one time that he scratched himself was for ten different people that died. So he gets ten transgressions. Says the Pnei Menachem, a mitzvah always has more power then an Avera. Mida Teva Meruba Mimidas Pranis. The positive power of a mitzvah is 500 times more than the power of an Avera. So he makes this calculation. What, ha- according to what we just said, if you daven for one tefillah for 10 people, how many mitzvahs do you get? 10 mitzvahs. Because you daven even though you daven once, you daven for ten people. So, even though, if you daven for all of Kalayasal, excuse me, how many mitzvahs do you get? There are approximately 15 million Jews in the world today. So if you daven once for all of Kalayasal, how many mitzvahs do you get? 15 million. I just showed it to you. So now, when your children are saying ideas, 
praise them at this moment, even if they give a silly idea. Here's a moment to praise them and say, you know, you just thought of an idea to help our family have unity, which can help all of Klal Yisrael. So please understand that your one idea that you want to help all of Klal Yisrael is 15 million mitzvahs. You just did 15 million mitzvahs. Let your family know. Either say this after someone said something silly, or say this after all the children have said their ideas. Thank them for participating, and then tell each one of them, tell them all what they've done just now. They've done, they've made an effort to help all of Kali Yisrael, because if one family does tshuva, Hashem forgives the entire world, like we just learned. And therefore, your one idea to help all of Kali Yisrael is 15 million mitzvahs worth. Now, what do you do about the ideas? Do you use them? Do you not use them? You inspired your children, that's step one. Step two, you let them be active participants and say their ideas. What do you do now? Now, you can do a few things. Number one is you can use each child's idea. One day, Monday will do your idea. Tuesday will do your idea. Wednesday will do your idea. Or, if the ideas are not really practical... You can pick out one idea, say they're all beautiful ideas. This idea sounds the most applicable for the family. You don't have to say why. Use your discretion. Or you can have a family vote and vote on the idea that everybody likes the most and preface it by saying all the ideas are wonderful. Every idea got 15 million mitzvahs, so you should know how valuable it is. But we're going to actually use only one idea. So again, you can rotate with each idea. One day, one idea today, one idea tomorrow. I would not opt for that option, even though it sounds nice. I'd rather you can vote for which idea, or you can pick out one idea if you've praised everybody. That's the simplest way to go. It makes everything much easier. You pick out the idea. But if you vote with the kids, that's okay. There'll be more of active participants. They'll be more interested in participating and making it act and carrying it out to fruition. Now, make sure that you make it, whatever it is, make it very easy and very practical. Please make sure to do that. I'm going to add on to you an idea that I'd like you to do regardless. Whatever ideas your kids come up with, I would ask you, please, to take this idea on as well. What's the idea? To make a kindliness time from 6 p.m. to 6.15 p.m. We've done this. Hundreds of families around the world have done this. We called it a petahar time, that we don't hurt other people's feelings. Now we're going to take it to the next level, and let's call it a kindliness time. It's a time to be kindly one to the other. The time we chose and we have gone with, with hundreds of families around the world, is from 6 p.m. to 6.15 p.m. If this time doesn't work for you, pick a different 15 minutes, but a 15 minutes that everyone's around and it can be done. What happens during this time? This time is designated as a time of kindliness. No one will say hurtful words to each other. Everyone will be helpful with each other. That's the idea. This is a time when we're kindly to each other. 
And of course, kindliness means we don't say anything hurtful. So, before you begin your 15 minutes, gather everybody together and say a tefillah, Hashem help us, that we'll be successful in keeping the next 15 minutes as kindly time. You can call it shalom time. Or you can just say that we should be successful in being kindly to each other for the next 15 minutes. A short little tefillah and afterwards, after it's over, gather everybody and thank Hashem. Or don't thank Hashem. Say, Hashem, please take this merit, take our kindliness and use it as a zechus and a merit for all of Klal Yisrael. That's all. It's as easy as that. Now, besides that, you could take spurts of kindliness. If you feel there's a time that you need to have now a spurt of kindliness to get things more on track, five-minute spurt of kindliness. Let's do it. After the Shabbos table, that's a good time to do it. And a long afternoon when kids are home, a five-minute spurt in between, that's a good time. Or if you see another time, don't push it too hard. It's not easy to do this 15 minutes. Sounds like nothing. It's not nothing. It's a lot. So if that's enough, you want to work only on that, do only that here and there. You can make a two-minute spread of kindliness. If you want to, it's only an idea. And there's one more point over here, but I want to go over everything we've said till now. What have we said? We've said we want to work on the positive way. We've said to make a family meeting. And this family meeting <clears throat> will have first inspiration to heal him. And then you tell your family that they, they're fighting the battle up there and they don't know how much weight they carry. That's what we brought from David Amela, from Rev Bergman. And then tell them the Gemara that one person does tshuva could save the entire world. So a family that does tshuva can also save the entire world. Tshuva on what? On Ahavas Yisrael. Don't mention the negative sinasinam. Mention Ahavas Yisrael. And stress that. And then say that, <clears throat> ask them for their ideas. Hear them out. Even if they're silly, show respect. That's the way you show love by showing respect. Mutual respect. Give everybody a chance. Tell them how important their ideas are. 15 million mitzvahs worth, each idea because you want to help all of Klai Yisrael. One idea for all of Klai Yisrael is worth a mitzvah times all the people in Klai Yisrael. Then take the ideas and either you'll choose, you'll rotate, or you'll vote on which idea you feel is the most practical, or you'll choose yourself which idea and make it practical. If your kids don't have ideas, then only use the idea we're suggesting for you. Kindliness time. 15 minutes of kindliness time. And also one, two minute spurts of kindliness. Here and there, don't overdo it. Besides the daily kindliness time, make one other spurt during the day. If you really want to do that, you don't have to do it just to get the spirit of kindliness going, the spirit of mutual respect, the spirit of love. Before the 15 minutes, though, have a tefillah, that it should be successful, and afterwards, ask Hashem, together with your kids, that it be a merit for all of Klai Yisrael. One more point, and that is that 
have a pad for each child. Now this can really knock nails into this idea. What do you mean knock nails? It means it can make it something more permanent. What is that? That each child have their own pad and let them write down daily. At night. Or let them write down whenever they want. Let them write down either when it was hard for them and they controlled themselves or when they did a kindly thing. Let them feel good in being kindly and let them feel good in controlling themselves from being not kindly. And you can go, each night you can go with one child and review his pad with him. If you have time for two children, you can do that. If you want to do all the children and do it only two nights a week, you can do that. If you have other times you want the children, make a time for each child, whether it'll be one night, one child. Do what works for you, but it's really worthwhile. Going over with the child and letting the child tell you what he's done good will give him strength and he'll feel good and a success. He'll want to do more of it. Now, there are those that put a shoebox and they put slips into the shoebox, what kids have done. I don't know, you read it out at the Shabbos table, it is an idea, but there can be competition, and what if kids don't do it, and some will be more conscientious, others will be less, and they can that can discourage the less conscientious children. That's why it's better to have, each one should have their individual pad, and you can write. they can write down and show you whenever you sit with them, so you can praise them on their level and according to what they've done. And no one else should hear the praise of anyone else. It's a private thing, according to the individual child. How much time do you have to put into this? You have to make a family meeting once. I would suggest you make a family meeting once a week. The initial meeting will take longer, but then you make a family meeting right now with Tehillim with praising your children, with telling them how pleased you are, and just ask them for any ideas, how's it going, what can we do to strengthen the the thing. Our idea was to have the 15 minutes of kindly time, and you can have, your kids have other ideas, do these things. It's a time when we have to go the extra mile. And it's an awesome opportunity. If you're bringing a spirit of kindliness into your home and the kids are motivated, then a lot of the sibling rivalry is going to fall by the wayside. So rather than approaching the sibling rivalry directly, I would rather take the approach of the Chidushi Harim. Asay Taiv! Through Asay Taiv! That will get us away from the bed. So please remember, my friends, if anyone can sponsor this podcast, please write an email to Podcast at gmail.com. If you have questions and answers so we can make this more of a custom-made, tailored podcast for you, please send your questions to Podcast at gmail.com. May we all hear, may we all increase the Avas Yisrael in our homes, and may we merit what we're all waiting for for so long, the coming of Mashiach B'Mheira, Thank you for joining us.